1: Well, I'm more excited than an overactive bladder for what's about to happen here in about 55 minutes.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I don't know how we're going to top that one. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, would you like me to reread that? I mean, it, uh, I, I think we got right it. From, oh, of course. <laughs> right from the copy. Yeah, all yeah. right. Whew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure where to go from there. Uh, I think i got to take a time out. I think my overacting bladder is caught. Oh, never mind. Um, Trey, you <laughs> you had an article today on hogsports.com. And i got to believe as we get closer and closer and closer, then once spring uh, football has arrived at Arkansas, this is going to be a constant topic. Mm-hmm. and that is the wide receiver position. And you did a extensive look at the new era of Arkansas wide receivers in 2022.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Arkansas has recruited extremely well at wide receiver the past several years, but the thing is, you know, when you go back and look at, like, you know, 2019, 2020 recruiting, you know, really, Traylon Burks is the only guy that that really emerged out of that group. You know, you had Darren Turner transferred after not doing much here, and uh, you had the same thing with uh, uh, Shamar Nash, uh, TQ Jackson. You know, just just haven't had a whole lot of production from from the guys they brought in, but you keep recruiting highly regarded players. Some, eventually it's going to pan out. And the good news about, you know, the last two classes is Keetron Jackson was the top recruit in the 2020 class, 2021 class, excuse me. Uh, Isaiah Satania is the number one recruit in the uh, 2022 class. So, uh, you know, that's positive news, I think, when you when you look at the future, and those guys are young. But Arkansas is also, they feel like they, they hit on, um, you know, the, the three wide receivers they brought in last year. Of course, Warren Thompson was a really nice surprise. You know, it's a highly recruited guy that went to, to Florida State and transferred out of there as a former four star prospect. And, you know, when you look at it, you also brought in Jaden Hazelwood. And just because Jaden Hazelwood was the number one ranked wide receiver in the country, that doesn't mean a whole lot when you look at his peers. If you go back and look, and I'm sure you, you, you glance at that, Randy, uh, you have to go back to Calvin Ridley, really, in 2015. Um, you know, the last time somebody had a really spectacular career as the number one ranked wide receiver, so we haven't done a very good job evaluating uh, that that prospect, um, Dimitri Robins, Robertson, uh, who went to, who's from Georgia, went to Cal, then transferred to Georgia, and then transferred to uh, Auburn. After that, uh, he had 50 catches his freshman year, and then really just kind of just wasn't up as productive, you know, the next five years. He played six years, uh, last year being his last. So you would hope that, um, you know, and, and that goes forward too, you know, like the guy who was number one last year didn't do a whole lot at Ohio State. The guy that was number one the year before that also went to Ohio State didn't do a whole lot. So um, it's not a very good group. But I think we're we're hopeful that Hazelwood can be a really quality receiver for Arkansas. And, you know, what we're asking, I think, would be, If Hazelwood can do something like 50 catches, 800 yards, seven or eight touchdowns, something like that, and then with Warren Thompson, if you could double his production from last year, then you account for Warren Thompson's production and, you know, you add that. And that would give you about what Traylon Burks put up and and including what Warren Thompson put up last year. So maybe that's a way that they can kind of make up for some things. And then, um, you know, after that you need about 55 more catches spread out through the other guys. Uh, to 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 pick up where um, you know you you pick up what you lost with uh, with Traylon Burks and and then of course you know you also lose Tyson Morris off last year's team Blake Kern you know I'm talking all the primary pass catchers Blake Kern off last year's team Devion Warren off last year's team um, so you know you're looking definitely looking for a lot of guys to step up and you know Trey Knox at tight end you know. He had, I guess he – did he finish second or third in receptions? I think he was third in receptions with 20 catches for 141 yards. But he's the leading he's the leading pass catcher in terms of, of catches, uh, just ahead of Warren Thompson who had 19 for 304 last season. So um, those guys continue to step up, get better, add Jaden Hazelwood to the mix. I really think uh, Isaiah Satania can – possibly win that slot job. I've heard from people in and around the program that they probably go back to a more traditional, you know, shifty, quicker slot type of guy versus the 6'3", 225 that Burks was. But you have Keytron Jackson coming back, adding Satania. Uh, Quincy McAdoo was the number five ranked prospect in the last class. Samuel Bakke was the number seven ranked prospect in the class. So really strong wide receiver class last year. And we've heard Sam Pittman say that they feel like they hit on all three of the guys from the 2021 class. That's Bryce Stevens jaden wilson who i thought was you know he was right in the middle of the pack in terms of his ranking like around 700 ranked prospect in the country but right, you know probably 12th out of the recruits that arkansas brought in but i thought he he looked really good even though he just played one game and then you got a couple other guys like uh, Jay, uh crawford who you know i think most of us thought jaqueline was going to really make an impact last year and we just didn't see him very much and then hudson henry at tight end who's battled injuries a lot of his career, but, um, you know, he's getting up there. He's redshirt junior, Crawford's a redshirt senior, so this is kind of like time's running out for those guys. But for the most part, you know, aside from Warren Thompson and um, and Jaden Hazelwood, you know, you're looking at a lot of younger wide receivers that have solid credentials, but um, it's, it's going to be a lot to make up for with Traylon Burke. so you kind of have to do it by committee approach, and, and then hope Jaden Hazelwood is about half as good, <laughs> at least half as good as people thought he was going to be out of high school. Do you see a
0: shift in regards to maybe the philosophy, meaning uh, as the tight end position continues to what looks to be a future, and maybe, again, you get Henry Healthy uh, Trey Knox takes another step in his in his growth, maybe a Landon Rodgers, whoever it may be. But do you see, especially with these, what, three, four stars uh, that's set to, I guess, be the year after, mm-hmm. uh, do you see a shift maybe in making this more of a tight end type of offense?
1: Well, I mean, I think you – you know, adapt to the talent that you have. And tight ends can do a lot of things. You can put three tight ends out there. You can have one in line, you know, one sniffer, H-back, you know, one guy split out wide. And, you know, these are, you know, Luke Hotz is 6'3", 220, so it's not like he's just massive, you know. I mean, he could possibly be more of a wide receiver or Easter could do that too. So I I think you just adapt to the personnel you have. And if you're best – you know, it's like with the defense, why are they running a three-two-six? They feel like the strength of their defense is in the secondary, you know, mm-hmm. at least the last couple of years. So, you know, maybe you see more 13 personnel, um, you know, down the road. You know, I mean, obviously those guys are, are not even on campus yet. Right.
0: All right, let's check in with uh, Stan. Stan, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. How are you doing, Randy? Hey, Stan. All right, now, what's say Rick? Hi, Stan. You got a tra- question yeah. for Trey, huh?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, Trey? I'm doing good. But well, Hey, man, I want to ask y'all something first. Who y'all? Okay. Rick, I know what you're going to say. Rick, I already know what you're going to say. Not yeah. you, Rick, cause I already know what you're going to say. Uh, 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 <laughs> okay. uh, 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 Randy Trey, who, who y'all believe going to win that game, like Randy and Trey? I already know what you going to say, Rick. Uh, you're <laughs>
0: talking <laughs> the Super Bowl? No, I'm talking to tonight's the game. game with and nah, Arkansas, yeah, who y'all uh, think I, I, to win? I'm going to Auburn.
2: What about you, Rick? I mean, not Rick. I already know what you're gonna
1: say, Rick. Oh, uh, Trey. Well, I like that. Rand- I like that Randy picked Auburn because it feels like everybody's picking Arkansas yeah. and everybody's right. got Arkansas oh, yeah. and upset uh, alert and stuff. Um yeah. But I'm still, I still right. think Arkansas is gonna win this one. And you think Arkansas um, gonna win this one? They're
2: gonna play. Yeah,
1: it out? I started, I started to say one oh four eighty eight, You know what that score's from? Yeah. Nineteen ninety. The biggest upset. No, the biggest
2: upset. Stated- the Go biggest ahead. upset in school history, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, Arkansas hey, beat man. over back in ninety yeah, nine, uh yeah. you know, one oh one oh Say Yeah, I know what you're talking about. With
2: Michael Jordan, but we do say with Michael Jordan. Say we do for we do for one We do for one trade. We do for one We man that's how you're going way back that been
0: 40 years man we two for one huh? <laughs> well since yeah. beating number one you're right so 1984 yeah. right. So but hey man general. look here I just will 12, oh, 12 other
1: ones
2: yeah I'm going to say this. I know you got two more calls somebody's going to call in, probably Steve or somebody but uh, I'm going to say this here man I hope they win I hope it's a close game but you know what I hope don't happen I hope this don't happen man. I'm serious what's
0: that what's that
2: I, blow uh, uh, I, I hope. I hope don't be no. I hope they go get in bad with a blowout on. I hope they don't blow out on national
3: TV, man. Don't. I hope they don't
2: let blow out on national TV, man. I hope not. Well, I, I hope it don't be happen. don't blow out on national TV. It'll That's all I game. gotta say, man. Hey, I pray yeah. to God, man. On national TV, number yeah. one TV in nation, blow them out on national TV. Y'all have a good day, yeah. man.
3: Yeah, he'd really <laughs>
0: Thanks, feel embarrassed so. for Auburn if they got blown out on national TV, <laughs> would yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I referenced the uh, the 10488 win uh, back in '99 when Auburn came in with um, Chris Porter and uh, Mamadou Njai. Nobody Number packs two. your lunch like Mamadou. Number two. Um, <laughs> Number two. That was a, that was that was like the last. Bud Walton had been stale for a little bit, and uh, that was the time when they just really blew the lid off of it. And uh, that's a game that a lot of people reference as possibly the loudest that it's ever yeah. been in there. In Bud and, Walton, uh, yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so um, it should be uh, – Auburn's 5-22, and 22, I believe, all time in Bud Walton Arena. That's, a, that's not a great record, but, uh, of course, this is probably the best Auburn team they've had since that number two uh, ranked team that came into to Bud Walton Arena. It's, so it's it, – you know, Auburn, Auburn doesn't have like a long story tradition or anything, but they've got things rolling now, and they've – Bruce Pearl is – you know, he might be a little slick. I think a lot of people think he might be, but um, he can certainly put together a ball club and coach them. So um, it should be an exciting game. Arkansas is, I mean, these are the two hottest teams in the SEC right now. So
0: Have to shoot well. You know, you think about the three-point oh, yeah. shooting. Uh, they've had good games. They've had bad games. Uh, they, to score enough two-pointers to win without – say making at least five or six three pointers would be difficult I think
1: yeah and the matchup with uh, Jalen Williams and Walker Kessler I think yeah. is gonna be a uh-huh. really intriguing I mean this guy Kessler I mean he's just a a block shot waiting to happen yeah I mean yeah. he's been especially this stretch these last ten or twelve games or so he's really been really been tough to stop
0: they show him at seven one he looks like he's about seven nine. Yeah. he' got a wingspan, <laughs> seven, nine wow which is about you know 85 inches i mean mm-hmm. it's he's well, he's. he's 7.9
1: rebounds per game
0: yeah he's seven 255 pounds and he has put together so far one heck of a year all right let's talk to uh ace you know like my description Rick of 80. Yeah, you
3: know, seven foot nine. Ace, seven good afternoon. Nine. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing good. Thank you, Ace. Um I'm I'm curious why Stan calls in asks questions. He already knows the answer. Um so <laughs> that's, why, uh, that's why he didn't want me he, to answer.
0: It, he knew my answer before yeah, I
3: even <laughs> asked. Is anybody else tired after he calls? I mean, is he just me, you know? I mean just <laughs> <He's> <laughs> high go walk around the block. Go walk around he, the block if you need to out. <laughs> I, I love to hear Stan call. You know, is this a couple things? I, I, did I read this right? This is the first time a number one team, number one ranked team has come
1: to, to Fayetteville?
0: To, no, to Bud, Bud Walton. Walton. to Bud
1: Walton. To Bud, I mean Bud Walton. Bud Walton.
0: Yeah, two of them in Barnhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Been some twos, but not one.
3: Right. Right. Okay. I Yeah, you know, I think that as well as they brought shots, we better hit the three tonight. And, and if we can do that, I uh, think we've got a really good. Uh, against this team, you know, but it, it's tough sledding inside. But uh, really, the reason I called was back to football. And, and Trey, I think you kind of covered basically what I was on hold. You know, Burke says I don't know that you, you're right. You don't replace him with one guy, but I'm not sure with what we've got coming back. Otherwise, offensively, especially the running backs and what KJ can do.
2: Yeah.
3: But I think the coaches are going to see that they they can win without having I mean, we're a better team with Trey Burks on it, but I think we can be a good mm-hmm. team. Um, maybe not throwing the ball like we did to him, but but running yep. the ball maybe a little more, and, I think and that sort right. of thing. I, uh, you know, I think we can be especially with the offensive line. And just wanted to see what you thought, kind of on those lines. Thanks, Dylan.
1: You know, before the season started last year, I looked at Arkansas's line and I, I felt like, okay, they can be better than at least half of the opponents that they faced this year. And I think they were better than, than a, a large majority of the opponents they face. I think they were better than, than what we expected. Four of them are back, including two guys that are starting on their fourth year as starters and, and two others that are, that are starting on their third year as starters. And then you've got another guy who, which I'm kind of been indicated to me that they'll try to kiss Crawford over at left tackle first. Um, you know, if, he wins the job and he's the best guy. We know what kind of ceiling he has there. Um, you know, he is six five, three fifty five, 355 and, and can move. So I think it's very possible that that's where they end up going with, you know, Dominic Johnson and rocket Sanders and, you know, AJ green, hopefully he takes a nice step forward and, you know, um, and, and really can, and, you know, you've got, you've got some other guys coming in too, but, uh, Along with K.J. Jefferson and, you know, Malik Hornsby, um, it does feel like running the ball could continue to be a strength. Arkansas led power five in rushing last year. I mean, I think it was 227 227 yards per game last year or something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, that wouldn't have led every single year, but it led last year. And I would look for them to possibly build on that next season. And a big part of that is because they don't, you know, have some of the weapons like Traylon Burks in the passing game, but I do feel like they could be deeper all the way around at wide receiver uh, and at tight end in terms of um, guys with skill, you know, falling into those roles, Hazelwood, Warren Thompson, uh, Isaiah Satania, um, you know, some of those other guys, Keetron Jackson, Trey Knox, you know, adding 20 pounds and playing more tight end, hopefully getting Hudson Henry healthy. It does feel like, Um, you know those are some areas where they could and you know other guys like Rocket Sanders um, you know he can catch the ball maybe you start looking at uh, incorporating him more in the passing game whether that's splitting him out a little bit you know motioning him out or or throwing screens to him and stuff like that Um, but I, I think he's right that you probably look to run a little bit more than you did last year and a lot of that is because of the backs and KJ and uh, Malik, if you sprinkle him in some, and then of course a very veteran offensive line.
0: In college football, you always lose somebody, and so yep. I, I think Traylon Burks is probably one of the top five receivers in Razorback history. There will be new receivers, and maybe they won't be quite as good as him. But I think you just made a good point. Maybe, maybe you're you're deeper at that spot and you split them around a little bit more, but you can be just as effective in the passing game. But, Trey, the one thing you always need to remember, the, one of the reasons Arkansas is effective in the running game is you got a quarterback that can run.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, you know, Warren Thompson, who comes back, I really feel like he has potential to be oh, yeah. a big yes. play, go-to type of guy. The thing with Warren is, like, when his athleticism kicks in and it's a deep ball and he's got to go get it, you know, and turn on the Jets or it's a tough catch, he makes the play. But too often on, you know, short stuff, things that you would consider easy passes, the UAPB uh, game I think jumps into all of our heads right now, um, you know, he has a little bit of a lapse and, and doesn't haul in the easy catch sometimes. And so he's got to get better, you know, at being a reliable receiver, and he can easily double his numbers from last year. I really think he can.
0: Let's check in real quick with BB. BB, you got a quick question for Trey. Uh, yeah. Um,
2: who's going to be the backup for KJ next year? Is it going to be, uh,
3: number four
2: or who's that going to be? And also i just going to mention this to, uh, to you guys. Uh, what happened to coach Ron Crawford? I've lost contact with him. And I'll just say this also that, uh, this is going to be the biggest game that Arkansas has played, I believe since 95, because you got number one coming into, uh, the Super Bud, and it's going to be very interesting. So uh, I'll let you all answer those questions, and uh, I'll let you get back at it. Bye.
0: Coach Crawford passed away, unfortunately.
1: Yep. And I forgot the other question. Malik That's Who's the backup oh, quarterback? Oh, yeah, back I, think it'll, quarterback. I think it'll be Hornsby. I mean, Lucas Coley could make a push, and then, of course, Cade Renfro is out with the ACL right now. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. This is Trey Biddy of Hawksport.